Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Failure to Launch. I watched the second half of Failure to Launch. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Mike, I'm glad we warmed up with a nice, normal discussion about just life, yes. movies. Yes. Because otherwise, this podcast would have been failure to launch. Oh, that would have been a bad one. It would have no. been a very bad one. This movie, I'm very sick at this okay. point of, of talking about. Yeah, Matthew so we've done a lot of Matthew McConaughey rom-coms. rom-coms. Yeah, they have like really damaged relationships. All of them do, but anyway, yes. are like really bad ways of getting together. Yes, that's a rom-com. Yeah, thing. I guess. Yeah. Like everyone yeah, we've been in. That's true. But I don't know. I, I guess feel like this is the worst out of all. This of them. one is so bad. Because like, like I feel like this one has like less than 30% around tomatoes. I think it's like 20. It's terrible. Like at least oh, the concept is so stupid. It is the I dumbest. Think, I think like, that's the thing. Is okay, what was the first I forgot the first Matthew Conning movie? We the watched. first Matthew Conning like got in 10 days. Yes. Okay. That's a dumb concept, but I feel like the situation they built up for at least kind of made it work. It was ridiculous. But I, uh, things that happen in the movie, I sit there and I go, "All right." I still kind of understand they don't, they can't tell each other why yes. they need to do a thing. And the characters felt kind of real, like they felt charming at least. Yeah. And then you got Ed TV, which yes. at least, even though the movie the movie itself is bad, the yes. premise is so interesting and weird, and they play with it a lot. That and it's least, been done before. It's been done before, but this is a different take on it. Well, I, what I'm saying is, like, this is an okay premise because it's been done, you know, but by other people. Oh, like, Ed TV. Can, yeah, like it's right. already been done. Well, I mean, yeah. And then this premise. It is the dumbest premise for a movie stupidest ever. thing I've heard. I remember when, before we saw the movie, I had only seen trailers for this, and I thought the premise of the movie, and when I went in to la- watch the last half, I still thought the premise of the movie was going to be that Matthew McConaughey had fallen in love with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, they had, like, met abroad or something, and then yeah. they came back to his house, they banged, and then she realized that he still lives with his parents, and then the whole movie was just gonna be like, you need to move out, and then they break up or whatever. That's not even the premise of the I movie. I honestly thought it would be the same thing. Like, it'd be similar to, she comes in, says, like, hey, and it's just a whole movie about, like, trying to get him to get out of his parents' house. Right. want to leave because he's just got some reason. I thought that's what it was gonna be. Yes. That isn't at all the no, premise. And the it's premise the dumbest stupid. fucking premise for a movie I've ever heard it is it's, so I don't stupid know. it's the dumbest premise for like a romantic comedy okay, I've ever heard. Like, the, well, like the dumbest what is it dumber than this love on a leash <laughs> <laughs> okay yes we actually need to talk about love on a leash with this movie i think because it's like i oh man i almost feel like there's a lot of co- like comparisons between these two films like okay, I, I don't see that <laughs> except that they're both dumb premises and they're, du- they're bad. very dumb premises. This movie has music in it. So That's therefore true. it's already this movie above. has no likable characters at all. Yeah. Like, I think the only likable characters are Matthew McConaughey's parents and they're pieces of shit for even thinking this was a good idea. I don't mind Zoe Deschanel, but she's not that great. She's barely a she, character. She's barely a character. She's, barely she's actually anything. just a character. You know, a person like, yeah. Everyone's awful in this film, and like I'm, I, I remember writing the movie, just going like, "Well, that's dumb. That's it. <laughs> like, that's all." Man, I, don't I know. can't wait to see how this ends because it starts oh, off, yeah, terribly. <laughs> oh no! Let's go. Let's. Can we talk this. about the music in this movie? That last movie, Love and Alicia, had no music. Yeah. This movie, the most ridiculous, like silly music I've ever heard for romantic comedy. Have you I'm did you notice it? it? I do know. I do remember being jarring. It was I don't like remember dopey why. and like. Dum, ba, dum, ba, dum, ba, dum, ba, oh yeah, yeah. Like it was so weird. It I had felt never. Like a, it felt like a, a like what, a kids movie or something. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. That's why it was weird when there was like you know they said shit. I was like, oh, you can't see this. I know this is a, yeah. Or like even the intro s- credit scene was yes. goofy and just kind of like fun and whimsical. And I guess that's the only way you could do it about a movie about this some guy who refuses to leave his house. So then make it goofy. So then his parents hire a fucking lady. To be uh, to date him so that he'll leave the house. Uh, spoilers, Mike. Uh, I haven't gotten to that. Sorry. I know. So in this wonderful movie. Oh yeah. Don't want. I just want to say it. they had to have the dopey music in there because otherwise, if you think about this movie too long, it's fucking depressing. <laughs> that is very true. That is absolutely. And I'll get true. into why. So yeah. we start off with uh, Matthew McConaughey with some random lady, and they're okay. hanging out in the restaurant. His ex-wife. Is, no, it's not. Isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I'm guessing. No. I'm just guessing. I don't know. He has a wife. Oh. oh no! 
Oh no! That wasn't revealed to you. No. Oh, please keep keep no, talking. This is just some lady. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Oh, this is gonna be very interesting. Uh, this explains so much. You've explained so many things. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. It's some random lady. Okay. And she's, you know, they're obviously talking at dinner, and she's looking. And she's like, ooh, mm, look at those old, look at those people over there. Those old people. See how they're still in love? And he's like, yeah. She's like, what What would you do to love me or whatever? And she's like, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> what would you do to love me? I want me? you to come to my place. And she sees his house. And he goes, wow, it's beautiful. And then they start banging. I bet she's wondering, like, why do you have a big-ass fucking house? Yeah. You live all alone? Exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're banging. And his dad opens the door. Yep. And his dad's like, what's going on in here? Yeah, it's your mom's snoring. It's like trying to leave to get to a different room, but I didn't know you were home. Okay. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's uh. like, yeah, um, you got to get out of here, Dad. And he's like, okay, I'll leave. And then the lady's, of course, like, I'm getting out of here now. I right. couldn't believe you, you know, here with your parents. And then that's a weird thing cut to, to the parents, and they're like, they did that intentionally. They sabotaged him. They're trying to get him out of the house. But how is doing that going to? Get him out of the house. Because, you know, he can't get laid here. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, that makes sense. He can't do things like that. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, and that's that's the Who plays his dad? Oh, my God. I looked it up once. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. He's not an actor. No, he is a sports commentator. He's a sports commentator, yeah. He's fine in this movie. Yeah. He does okay. He's okay. What's the lady's name? Or his mom's name? His mom is played by Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. She's great. Yeah, she's good. She carries this film. Like she's not enough. Oh, at the, the end? film is dragging on the back. <laughs> and she's she's doing she's not in it enough. She's doing her damnedest to carry it, but she is trying really hard. Anyway, so that's the premise. She's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the 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 intro scene where there's music playing. Yes. And dopey ass music. Dopey ass music, and it's like it's, it is. It does seem like a kids movie where he's getting ready to go to to school. He's <laughs> getting ready to go to work. <laughs> to go to work. Yeah, that kind of works though, if you think about it. Oh, because right, because he's, he's got like that Arrested Development to him. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Right. And also, the, the best part is that I think this is actually one of the only good scenes that was competently shot in the movies, just because it shows what kind of character it is. Mm-hmm. And the reason he stays is because he gets. He goes, he makes a mess on the ground. He goes, takes a shower. His mom comes in, gives him new laundry, makes his bed, cleans his cleans oh, yeah, up a mess. Yeah, yeah. And he goes down. He has food made for him. His mom pours him coffee. And I'm like, man, of course he sticks around. Why not? Yeah. This sounds awesome. Yeah, he doesn't have to pay rent. And then he gets all his free stuff. I'm sure he has to pay rent. It almost sounds like he doesn't. Oh. But I don't know. What does he do for a living? He is a boat salesman. Hmm. He sells boats, like on the. Ocean. What a terrible job! It sounds all right. It sounds like a real estate agent, but for boats. I guess so. Who? But I don't know. People but, buy boats, and they probably are very expensive. I guess he's probably really good at selling boats. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a thing. I guess you could do. <laughs> um. So he next? goes and does yoga with his friends. His friends are uh, Bradley Cooper and J- uh, Jason Bartha. Jason Bartha. Uh, his Which, name is Ace. Yeah, I don't remember the real names. His- there, I don't know his actual name, Jason Bartha, because what we, I wrote down Hangover Guy until it was revealed what his name was. Yeah, because I don't know what his fucking name I, so is. I recognize him from that, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, famous Jason Bartha, famous Jason Bartha from anything. The Hangover and the National Treasure movies. Yep, that's it. Yeah, no, hey, his name is Ace. Okay, fine. Well, he's. Jason. I'm gonna call Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper. I'm gonna call Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey. His name is Ace. All right, I'll try to remember that. Okay. So. He's like, look, I took her to my my parents' house, and she uh she left, and he just, everyone's like, man, of course she would. You you break it up with her, you know. You're afraid of love. He's like, no, you're not. I just want to stay at home longer, whatever. And he's like, I'm not afraid of any of that. I just want to live life how it is, and just you know, free love, man. All stupid. Is it revealed that both Ace and Brad- Bradley Cooper also live with their parents? That's exactly what's revealed right now. Uh, okay, thank they you also very much. live with the parents, and they're like, it's cool. We're all cool. We all like live with our parents. It's like, yeah, I do it for a different reason. It's like, yeah, all right. So whatever. here's my question. Did they grow like did they grow up as friends going, We'll never move out of our parents' house? Or did they meet up at like some kind of like, hey, I still live with my parents club? Club. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that sort of like ambition or lack of ambition spreads. Maybe. So it's it's just, like, very the, weird that they yeah, found well, each other. Yeah, well, some guys like, oh, I live um. I think it's Ace. It's like, oh yeah, I, I don't have a job. I just live with uh uh oh no, not him. Um Bradley Cooper. Bradley like, Cooper. He yeah. doesn't have a job. He just lives with his parents and travels the world off yes. money. Yes. And then Ace, I think, just stays in the basement and just he's like a nerd. Entry. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's yeah, a nerd guy. Yeah. Um But yeah. like what how did they find each other? I don't know. Why are they all friends like this? It's I don't very know. strange. They all have different reasons for living at home though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the other part is Ethicane says 
right before the scene cuts. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a stick of dynamite to get me out of my parents' house. And then they cut to the parents. Exactly. And they've got a stick of dynamite. No, almost. I almost, I literally thought that was going to happen. <laughs> they have a gun. Because like, there are some weird ass scenes in here that don't really fit the tone of the rest of the movie at all. No. Like, not at all. No, Especially we will get to those. later. Yeah. We will get to we those. Are definitely There's definitely get to some that. earlier. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Now we got the t- parents at a barbecue with a bunch of other parents. They're okay. talking about their kids. And apparently, they're a bunch of kids with them all staying together and living at their own house. They're complaining like, oh, you know, Fred's staying here. He's taking a while to get out. And, you know, and they're like, I don't understand how to get, you know, Matthew McConaughey out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he keeps bringing girls back what's, and keeps scaring them. He doesn't do anything. What's Matthew McConaughey, you know? Crawls in your house. Crawls your house. It's really hard to get about. Try to get multiple exterminators. Yeah, get a McConaughey exterminator. Try to get a bunch of those aluminum cans. He starts folding them up into weird shapes and saying weird things. That's his dark phase. Yeah, you put in yeah yeah beer cans and it just comes. Yeah, that's a good trap. Those yeah those um those exterminators will will work all McConaughey and all McConaughey day to get him out of there. All right, all right. <laughs> oh man, they say that. Like, I feel like at this point he has this like little stick. At some point, like he says it. This is pretty late in his career, I think. This is pretty recent. I think it's like height of his, like definitely near the end of his rom com stage. Yeah, this is starting to become like I'm going to be taken as a serious actor. Sure, but at some point, at some point, he says something in the background, and then other people start talking. You hear him in the background go, "All right, all right, all right." I'm like, "Jeez, man, come on." Anyway, (laughs) play character. Yeah, how are you supposed to be take yourself seriously if you just keep doing that? Yeah. So now all these parents are still talking about their kids, and then they they, this was 2006. Yeah, it's a while ago, and then uh, Stephen Toblowski. You know that guy, the guy from Silicon Valley. Uh, he's bald. He's got glasses. He's very tall. You could totally recognize him if you see him. <laughs> but, but he looks like a tall, bald guy with glasses. I guess I'm going to have to Google this guy because I don't know who you're talking about. Anyway. Um, you're doing a good job of describing a person for once, though. I know. Well, there's not much other features. He's white. Uh, <laughs> Steven's a blast. He, ta- he talks like this. Uh, Boy. He's uh, very uh, stern looking. But also very soft. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't know what else. He's, he's an old been man. In. He's in, in a lot of things. Yeah, he's a he's a character actor. He's a character actor. Anyway, you actually Googled these people's names. I know. I had to. I'm so impressed I recognize. With you. There's a lot of people in here that you recognize. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's he's with he, his wife. And he was in uh, he was in Memento. Yes, he's in Memento. And he's in uh, uh, Groundhog Day. <laughs> he's in a lot of movies. Yeah. So Almost, yeah. anyway, he's talking to his wife. His wife got like a tattoo on her like boob. And everyone's like, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's the goddess of fertility. We had so much fun at uh, Hawaii, and they're doing all these great things, having a great time. They seem really happy. All these other parents are like, ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, so, so why are you guys all happy? He's like, oh, um, Jamie moved out. They're like, how'd you get him to move out? He's like, well, he found a lady. And they're like, oh, Matthew McConaughey always finds ladies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but they never stay, do they? He needs to find the right lady. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And uh, How does this work, though? Huh. How does this work? Like, so your your son yes. or daughter will move uh-huh. out of the house. So you hire a person for them to fall in love with so that they move out of the house? How does that work? Uh, yeah. I don't know about the hiring part. That was never mentioned, Mike. What are you talking about? Why would you ever hire someone just, to... Just let's let's throw that out. Okay. Let's throw that so out. So the plot of this movie is... <laughs> his parents get the great idea of hiring someone yes. to fall in love with Matthew McConaughey, so then they move out. Well, how does that work? I don't know. (laughs) That's why this movie's dumb, Mike. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And then the minute that 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 fake relationship breaks off, he's going to want to move back in anyway. Yeah, because he can't afford to live on his own. Yeah, because all he does is sell boats all day. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any it fucking sense. It makes no freaking sense. This, uh, this plan is completely I guess, I guess you could just say, I guess it's easy, harder than to be like, yeah, you can't move back in. I guess so, because now they're already now be out. Now homeless kid. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, you've just gotten broken up with this uh, lady to... that didn't even love you in the first place. Yeah. Now you have to live on the streets. Yeah. D-D-D-D-A. Obviously, we don't love you that much because we hired someone to get you out. Yeah, exactly. So obviously, you can't come back in. What a dumbass premise for a film. Oh, man. And it's dumber. It gets worse, doesn't it? It does get worse. Yeah. So they're like, okay, so this is our idea. So now they're hanging out at a furniture store. And um, he says, you know, the right. Oh, by the way, this is cut perfectly where she says, you know, he has to find the right girl. And then open cut to, to, to the Dynamite. Store. 
And Jessica oh. Parker walks in. Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh, no. I put Jessica Parker the whole time. <laughs> She's one of those people that has three names. Yeah. But that's a lot to say over and over again. Anyway. I just called her Parker. Ah. So, uh, you know who Sarah. She's married to? Who? Matthew Broderick. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy who murdered people. Yeah, well. Anyway, so what happened next? Uh, so she walks in yeah. and they're buying furniture or whatever, family. And his dad just goes, wow, look at that. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, why did you say that? And oh, this actually she, feeds into a little bit of what happens later. And then and he's like, oh, yeah, she's nice. All right. Doesn't seem that interested. Because he's at a furniture store with his parents. Like, it seems like the perfect place to pick uh, to talk to women. So you know? it's, yeah, pick a lady up, yeah. Um, at a furniture store. Yeah. But anyway, they bump into each other. Whoa. Yeah. What a They bump into premise. each other. They're like, oh, hey, hey, um, don't mind me. I'm just going to sleep here. And she gets in a, a recliner seat and lays down in it. And it's like, I, you know, don't judge me. That's I just a weird come here. move. Yeah. Well, first off, I didn't know that she was hired at this point. Oh, like, okay. this is not mentioned at all. She just seems like a normal person. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the other part is that she bumped at him and then continued to co- have a conversation with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nobody, well, does, nobody does that. I would have thought, like, what? Mo- how much money do you want? Exactly. I was thinking, like, <laughs> there's a catch here. Like, even I was suspicious, despite not knowing this plot wasn't, re- point, wasn't revealed to me yet. Right, right, right. So she lays down in the recliner, and he lays down next to her, and then they start what talking. What the fuck? Not, like, not okay, okay, okay. Not in the same recliner. Oh. It's the one next to it. Excuse me. Like they're in a love seat together. Yeah, no, they're not in a love seat. Okay. Um, Folding each other's legs on top yes, of each other. Exactly. Hello, complete stranger. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "I come here to relax. My work's very stressful, and I fall asleep here sometimes. And you know, the the, the furniture people don't bother me. I just give them coffee, and they let me do it. It's okay. fine. The music here's very nice. I like it. Okay." He's like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> Why talk. did I sit down? I'm just going to talk to you. And then she makes a joke like, I usually don't sleep with someone on the first date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah? Is this I a do. date? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, is this a date? And she's like, mm, it could be if you ask me out for drinks. She's like, oh, can we have drinks tonight? You want to go out for drinks tonight? She's like, mm, no, I'm busy. And she says, what about tomorrow, uh, lunch on Saturday? And he's like, uh, yeah, that's great, except it's Saturday. I'm doing something with my nephew. Oh, okay. You want to do it Monday? Yeah, we'll do it Monday. What a, All right. What a meet, conversation. Meet you back here. Yeah, I know. Meet you back here. <laughs> I thought it was really important because for some reason I remembered that. I didn't write it down. That was all from memory, and I'm pretty sure I did a pretty good job. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'll be here. Everybody. Every third. Every, no uh, matter where you Thursday. are. If you're in the office, if you're in a car, stand up right now and just start applauding you. I remembered a conversation. <laughs> Uh, so now, um, cut to Zoe Deschanel, who turns out to be uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's roommate. Yes, and she, her plot point is one plot point. Mm-hmm. She has some birds some <laughs> chirping outside her window. And she can't sleep, and she can't sleep. They chirp all the time, and that's her only character. That's basically all she does. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, she's mad at it. They're ba- they're bad sounding. They don't sound like real birds. They sound like someone put in some sound effects and didn't put. <laughs> Did any you see the bird? No. Oh, okay. Just all right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Just yeah. I'm Oof. sure it's great. Oof. Um. Sarah Jessica Parker's like, oh, I met a guy, and she's like, oh, cool, I met a guy. He he's a radiologist. He's gonna give me a free radiology appointment of a full body scan. Cool. Does does it come into play later? Nope. Okay. Cool. I just shows. <laughs> she's cool. She's like, this is like her quirky dark role yeah she kind of plays like a like a standoffish uh lady with attitude she kind of plays like aubrey plaza before yeah like she's got weird mood swings and stuff that's a that's more her character yeah Yeah. exactly so now um now we cut to sarah jessica parker she's hanging out with the the parents of matthew gone hey what does she do for a living she does this for a living no i'm talking about zoe deschanel oh i don't know (laughs) oh well gets angry at birds yeah that's all she does she Um, stays at home and yells at the bird (laughs) so we see her and she's talking to the parents and she's like okay so this is how it works i got a step process of all these different things i have to do um and i'll get him to move out in a few days here's what i do is i basically send him on a real romantic journey of me sitting there and he helps me through an emotional arc and then I pretend to like (laughs) the reason that that men don't move out is because they have a thing called failure to launch that's the name of the movie that's the name of the movie I know she says it's because they lack self-confidence and that's the point where they won't leave because they love this nurturing environment that you've created and they're like okay sure whatever okay Um, and most men 
get self-esteem from their romantic partners because they'll love them unconditionally, but it's not someone like their parents who, you know, they have to love them. Right, right, right. Um, so what I do is, uh, you know, all these different, I go through like the different motions such as, you know, helping me. Giving I, them a I, hand I, job. I got, yeah. Giving them a blow no, job. No. Whoa. No. So she says, um, uh, Terry Bradshaw, I asked like, so how do you make them fall in love with you? And she says, well, it's easy. I just look nice and I put, I find out what they like to do, and I pretend to like the exact same things they do. And there you go. That's how I get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then, uh, like your employer, Terry Bradshaw, asks, what about sex? <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, how, do I have a, let's see, what's your dental like? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need it. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a 401k? <laughs> I need full coverage for health insurance. What's your, what's your insurance like? Oh, I've got a PPO. <laughs> <laughs> no HMO here, though. <laughs> yeah, no HMO. <laughs> no HMO. No HMO, no HMO. <laughs> Ethan liked that one. <laughs> I made that one. That was a good one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's stop tying ourselves in the back and talk about what happens if someone wants to have sex with Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> in the movie or real life? <laughs> we'll tag a little in the movie. Okay, cool. So she says, nah, I don't do that. <laughs> she doesn't have sex with her clients. Good. Which, that's prostitution. <laughs> yeah, technically it is. There's nothing wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with sex. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with sex workers. Yeah, I just don't want to see a movie about it. It's like <laughs> it's like happy, this goofy up, ass, this goofy, happy, upbeat film about a sex worker. That'd be actually a pretty cool concept. That'd be an interesting concept. Think about it. But uh, yeah, that's not what this movie's about. Sounds, I don't feel like this movie's competent enough to pull that off. No, okay. Um, so she's like, what you can do is you can give more chores to your son. You can give more chores, and he'll more likely to leave. Um, and then his mom's like, oh, be nice to him though. He's had some rough breaks. And I'm like, I don't know what those are. Yeah. I was thinking. It seems weird that they didn't tell her about the rough no. breaks that's coming. Because the audience doesn't need to know either because it's going to be surprised to both. Yeah. Oh, man. Knowing that this information was given to the audience and Sarah Jessica Parker at the same time in the scene that I'm thinking right now makes it so much more fucking funny. That's pretty good. Keep talking. So now um, cut to Matthew Connelly and the boys playing with some kid. Some, yes, that's some, his nephew. That's his nephew. I yeah. guess it's like one of those like adopt, um, not adoptive, um, big b- brothers, little little brothers. What's the what's that? Little brothers. What's that thing? Is um, big brothers. Big brother, little brother program. Program. What's the actual? Take a penny, give a penny. Called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, pat, you scratch my back. I scratch your back. Yeah. Isn't it big brother program? Uh, big brother program does not sound like a good program, Mike. I mean, <laughs> I, it's 1984's calling. <laughs> The Big Brother program is coming. That's a good point. Oh, what is it called? Look uh, it up, please. I'm going to look it up. Anyway. Why are they out. all hanging out? They're hanging out. They're playing Madden. They're just hanging out having a good time. Okay. And then it's, uh, Matthew Kane's mom comes in and is like, hey, uh, what's up? It's called Big Brother. Really? Yeah, it is. It's called Big Brother, Big Sister program. I feel like the Big Brother, Big Sister part is key because if you just had Big Brother, it wouldn't work. But usually it's just called the Big Brother program, I think. That's sexist. I, also scary. It is. It, yeah, right? <laughs> anyway. so They must do a thorough background check for those Big Brothers. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It seems so nice when I was like a kid, being like, "Oh, that's a cool concept." Yeah, I would yeah. never be a big brother because I hate kids, but I would like to be, you know, an older older brother. And I never thought about like how weird that could get. That could get very weird because it's usually just adults. Yeah, and they're just like, "Hey, want to go watch like a game? Get yeah. out of the house. You want to do something, kid?" And then the kids are like, "No, I want to play Fortnite." <laughs> <laughs> but the, see, that's the thing is this: he's actually not a bad big brother because the kid was probably like, "I just want to play Madden." That's true. He's so like, that's what's right, happening I'll right play now. Madden. Yeah, so I play Madden. Okay. The mom comes in and is like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna leave now." And Matthew Connery's like, "Oh, mom, the chips are out." She's like, "Oh, that's you know, there's I, I guess we're out. Um, you can go to the store and get them." And he's like, "Huh?" She's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I put your laundry. I I didn't do it. I just put your laundry, you know." In the laundry basket. He's like, what? And then she's like, oh, yeah. I and, deleted your uh, WoW account. Yeah. <laughs> he just flips out. <laughs> this is what you want? Basically, she's just like doing, making him do all the chores. He's like, oh, yeah, your room. I didn't, I didn't give time to vacuum it. Anyway, bye. Oh, okay. And then Bradley Cooper's just like, dude, there's something wrong with your mom. I <laughs> just like Bradley Cooper in this movie. He was weird. He was I kind of liked weird. him, though. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't say he was like great. 
No, he's very but, weird. The, the rest of this movie, at least he was a weird part, but he's just so weird on he like really a level that, that stands out. I'm yeah. like, this doesn't fit the rest of the theme of this movie. <laughs> the tone of this movie is like goofy, but it's not like really wacky. Yeah. It's carefree, I guess. Yeah. It's um, very, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's fun. It's well, in fun quotes. in quotes. In yeah. quotes. <laughs> it's trying to be fun. Bradley Cooper's fucking weird. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So now on the first date, takes her out on a boat, but doesn't leave the harbor because it turns out she's seasick. No. Oh. <laughs> it turns out he doesn't own a boat. He's a boat broker, and this is one of his client's boats. And the client's coming. Really? And it's gonna appear. Yeah. Oh. And the client comes and is like, oh man. And she's like, oh shit, we gotta go. I don't own his boat. And she's like, what? And then the boat broker or the guy who owns the boat looks at him and is like, hey, were you eating on my boat? And he's like, no, of course not. It's like, what were you doing then? And then Sarah Jessica Parker all of a sudden knows all this boat lingo and starts saying it. It's like, oh, it looks like I like the paint job and all stuff and uh, the mast and, you know, other things that I don't even know. <laughs> Starboard. Yeah. <laughs> Port. Mark Twain. <laughs> Runners. <laughs> Anchor ahoy! Anchor ahoy! Anchor ahoy! Hello, anchor! Anchor ahoy! Mike! <laughs> this man would have found you out in a minute. We could have not had a nice dinner on that boat. I you know. Know. He would have, he would have I should have just said anchor or ahoy. I don't know why I put anchor them together. Why'd you put them together? I shouldn't have thought that's like a great seafood restaurant, don't it? Anchor Ahoy. Anchor Ahoy. I like it. Uh, oh, man. All right, so she throws out all this fucking boat lingo. Yeah, and, they, and he, he buys it. it. She's like, what? Yeah, yeah. and he she buys it. And he's like, oh, cool, let's go hang out. Great. That's it. They had a nice date, apparently. She must have done some kind of like uh, studying or something. Maybe. Maybe must, she must have known this information beforehand somehow. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. All the boys are out hiking, and I, this is a dumb scene. This makes no sense, but they yes. basically are like, oh, she sounds cool. And he's like, yeah, I like her. And it's funny because they call her Lazy Girl. Because Why? Because she, she was laying in the recliners. That's how they met. Oh, and like a like lazy, lazy boy, boy recliner. I like that. Yeah, that was pretty that was, clever. That was the only clever thing in this movie, Mike, yeah. and I wanted to share it because Thank it, you. it doesn't happen often. I liked it. <sighs> anyway, here's a part. here's a part that makes no sense and has no reason to be in the movie. Okay. All right. I don't know if you're going to believe what's going to happen next. I don't think I will. Okay. Wait. Can I make a guess? Sure. Does he get attacked by an animal? Yes. Is it a squirrel? Kind of. Is it? Okay. What is it? Okay. You're close. Okay. But the way it happens, you won't believe. Okay. I won't. So Bradley Cooper's hanging out, and they're on, They're out in the you know boonies, whatever. They're biking, okay. whatever. But they stop for a while, and he's hanging out, and he's feeding the squirrel. He's feeding the squirrel peanuts. And Matthew Connery comes up and says, whoa. He's like, yeah, check it out. You know, you just got to talk to them real nice, and they'll come up, and they'll eat some peanuts. Mm -hmm. And um, Matthew Connelly's like, all right, all right, I'm going to feed him a power bar. <laughs> so he pulls the power bar, gives him like a little bit, pulls it off. He's like, hey, little buddy, you want some? And he, he hands it out to the chipmunk. And Bradley Cooper's like, no, no. He's saying no. He doesn't want that. He's saying no. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. He's saying no. And he puts it closer, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden... He just bites his hand, <laughs> like full on bites his hand, and like to the point where it's like attached. Yeah, and he dances around and is wiggling back and forth, and then he throws <laughs> it across the place. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. It's comic, uh, comical, and weird, and then it doesn't just, fit yeah. the tone at all. And then he falls over a bicycle at the end. Yeah, and then that's the whole scene. Okay, it serves almost no purpose except the fact that apparently. Bradley Cooper can speak to animals. Yes, he can. He's like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Why is that in this film? I don't know. It's very weird. It makes it, no it sense. It comes into play later, too, I'll tell you. All right. Well, he picks up uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and they go to um, eat sushi. She comments, like, why didn't you go to the doctor? And he's like, oh, I had chipmunk cream or something. It was a joke, but it was weird. It's not a joke. He it's needs just, chipmunk cream. I just feel like it's one of those things. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where they show, like, these are all things that are bad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he doesn't own a boat. He's doing weird things, and this is things that would be red flags. To anybody. He doesn't go to the doctor when he gets attacked by a wild animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now he goes and eats sushi, and he's bad at it. He doesn't know how to eat sushi? Yep. What does and he do with a fork? 
He's just ba- he does it with his hand, but he's bad at it, and he flies out and hits some lady in the face. It's How do you eat sushi to the point where you hit somebody in the face? Uh, apparently, the octopus was very greasy. Okay, that's what he said. Don't, <laughs> don't ask me why. Oh boy. Apparently, she also this is where it's revealed she teaches special needs kids. I don't know if that's actually Aww. true. I don't, I don't think, think it I is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Wow, what a fucking cop out. <laughs> she could have said like, "Oh, I'm like an insurance broker or something weird," but it's like, no, nah, I teach special needs kids. It's like, oh, he won't question me about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. No one wants to know any more information about that. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Oh, they're, that's interesting. They're so better than me. So, is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't believe in the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Just change the subject. Let's talk about else. anything. Man. <laughs> you ever think about how the ocean is like those big walls that are just giant icebergs that keep us inside this flat earth? <laughs> He just comes out as a flat earther. Oh, man. Also vaccines. What would you do? What would you do if you were on a first date and someone brought up the fact that the earth was flat? Would you laugh in their, in their face? <laughs> I feel like I would. I'd have to, right? I feel like I'm just so tired at this point, and oh, it would be just like, I you, you brought me out here to do this. <laughs> to make a fool of yourself you in front this, of me? I, you know what? I, I would laugh and be like, thank you for telling me on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this would be second date. So thanks for at least the second date. Yeah, not yeah, longer, yeah. Like where I start actually thinking about stuff. <laughs> would you leave and let them pay for it? Make them pay for it? No, I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. You I would, put your I would definitely pay Dutch. About, I'd definitely yeah. go Dutch for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Later. And I would just <laughs> be like, that was fun. Bye. <laughs> peace out. Would not continue the date after that. That would be awful. Because I just wouldn't. I couldn't. You couldn't, couldn't hang. No. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who listens to the podcast. God, but people wouldn't do that, though. No, people wouldn't. If they're if there was desperate enough people, they would just go with it. No, 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 no. People would not say they're a flat earther like on the first no, date. They would no. wait until like, like way seventh date. No. Imagine no. Imagine like dating somebody for like a year, maybe. Oh. And then like after a year, they're like you were talking about the earth somehow and it just comes up like, Oh well it's flat, it doesn't matter. And then it's like <laughs> that's funny. And that's they a good go, joke. What? What are you talking about? Oh no. It's not a joke. And then you're fucking trapped. <laughs> Because how often, does, how often does the shape of the earth come up, you know? Like, that's not something you just bring up in conversation. I feel like it does when you're like, hey, you ever want to, like, do you like traveling? Oh, yeah. And they're like, I don't know. Obviously, I've never traveled across the world. <laughs> There's literally no way to figure out that the earth's flat. That's, like, such an obvious way of, tr- like, no shit, Mike. Are you saying flat earthing is stupid? It's so stupid because just circumnavigate the earth. Like, that's just yeah. the most obvious way of, like, <laughs> of, like proving the wrong. Yeah, Mike. Here's a plane. We're going to circumnavigate the entire earth. Here's a window. You can keep your eyes peeled the whole time. Done. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike. <laughs> you know, this is a big discovery made on the other half podcast where we figured out that flat earthers are stupid. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Where, where so that we go doesn't happen. <laughs> yes. Where do we go on this week? Wow. Where were we? Okay. Okay. What happened next? Come on. You can they come. It. They go home after the sushi, and Zoe Deschanel is weird, and she's uh, naked upstairs trying to yell at the mockingbird. Okay. And why is she naked upstairs? Night, I don't because I guess she chooses a home alone. I guess so. She's like, I'll be naked and oh, be in my own room, just like that movie, home alone. Yeah, she will sets a bunch of traps for um, Sarah Jessica Parker to come home. <laughs> it's a really annoying thing, but it's you know what? Annoying. She's a great roommate besides Other that. Other than that, she's yeah. a great yeah. person, yeah. <laughs> Would you like it if I like set traps for our house? Not a big fan. You don't think it'd be fun to have, yeah, like... It depends on how painful the trap is. Like, I don't want one of those, What if it's like... just a jump scare trap? Because oh, my cousin... That would keep me on my toes. Because my cousin would actually, like, when I live with her, she would <laughs> pop out randomly and scare you. <laughs> Just at random times, like if she heard you coming, she would just hide and then she just walk by and she'd go, Bah! <laughs> Who's yelling degenerous? <laughs> yeah. But, oh, uh, wow. You're, what? Yeah, you're like related to Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, it's, it's a long story, but you know. <laughs> She's I, such I, a good dancer. I know. And she had a big house. It was great living with her, but you know, I couldn't deal with the scare, jump scares all the time. So. <laughs> um, I did talk to her a little about EdTV, and it was she didn't really want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called her up after our episode. You don't want to talk about it. I that. tried to get her on the show, but yeah, it just wasn't. You really it. should try doing that because I would yeah. love to talk to <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. We just had a movie with you. I know, exactly. You didn't bring it up. You don't want to bring it up. Just, you know. I try. I told you, you I tried, but. She didn't want to. Oh, she wanted yeah, to engage, yeah, yeah. so I just I, I didn't want to ask her. On. All right. So anyway, um, yep. So that's a scene that happens. So now, mm-hmm. <sighs> now she gets a call while he's trying to sell a boat to the guy from House. 
This is the, one the guy doc- from one house? of the doctors from house. Oh, okay. The, the bald guy is trying to buy a boat, and she's like, "Hey, come here real quick." And they're in a hospital, and um, they talk about how this dog is gonna be put down, and it's really sad. It's her favorite dog, and he's like, "Oh, it'll be okay, baby." And she's like, "Okay, I think I'm fine. I'll, you can leave now." And then I was revealed that, of course, she's in on it with this veterinarian person. He's just, she's just like, I just knocked her out. I'm gonna clip her, clip his nails now. <laughs> forever. That was the shot that he inject, she injected the dog with. It's like, okay, cool, thanks. Ah, yeah, that was great. Um, and then she thanks oh, her weird friend. Movie this I is. know it's just a bunch of weird stuff. And then she goes paintballing, and the other team targets her because she's a lady. Oh, she goes paintballing with uh, Matthew Connery and all his friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason Bartha gets distracted. Sorry, Ace gets distracted yeah. by uh, Zoe Deschanel. And he's like, whoa, she's hot. And she's just hanging out there playing with a paintball gun and drinking beer. <laughs> and he's like, wow, I didn't know they sold beer here. She's like, they don't. And I'm like, all right, this is all right. She's all right. <laughs> and um, he tries flirting with her, and she just has, has wants absolutely nothing to do with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, apparently they win the paintball game, and all the boys are like, yeah, she's good. And they give her the nod of approval. Mm-hmm. And Zoe Deschanel's like, can we go home? And I'm like, <laughs> why is Zoe Deschanel there? She doesn't participate. Yeah. She doesn't even watch the paintball game. She's not introduced beforehand. Because she has to meet uh, uh, Ace. Sure. It's important to the story. But they could have worked it in as like, oh, Another hey, way. do you want to like come hang out? And she just says this again, like, no, nah, you know, I'm going to sell this one. Paintballing is not really my thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just said that. Suppose her just was paintball even there. important, though, to the plot? Really? The paintball is there because it's something he likes oh. that she did, probably does it, but we'll try to get into for the sake of him. For the sake of, yeah, being yeah, in a relationship. And there you go. Yeah. Okay. Now she says the next step is I have. To, he has to teach me something. What is that? Well, he has to teach her a skill or something he likes. She's a teacher something. Okay. Because it makes the man feel dominant or smart or something. I don't know. Some <laughs> bullshit. So then she goes and she learns how to sail. And he's like, this is fun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, it's good. And it goes fine. And they sail. It's fun. I don't know. Mm. Um, and then he talks. Then they stop and they eat some crabs. Um, and uh, he talks passionately about getting a crummy wooden boat. And talks very passionately about it. And she's just like, I just want to, you know, I wouldn't buy that nice boat we sailed on. I would like a crummy boat, a crappy boat. Okay. Um, because it, it makes you very feel dangerous. It makes you feel more connected to waves, you know, back to the people in the day, you know, when they'll be like, oh my God, it's a wave, as opposed to now where you're like, yeah, it's a wave. <laughs> you know? And she's like, wow, you know, that's beautiful. You should really do that. And he's like, yeah, you know, I should really do that. But, you know, you got to be committed to something. You got to really be committed. You can't just do it something half assed. I'm like, what if that comes into play later? I don't know. Sure. Um, He's always referring to boats, but clearly talking about women. That's the yeah. thing that happens the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's got to be committed. He's got to be sure. Right, exactly. You know, that's why he's 35 and hasn't bought a boat yet. <laughs> it lives with his parents. Yeah. And he's also, committed to living with his parents. Yeah. Uh, so Zoe Deschanel comes back from work and is like, oh, all my coworkers went to TGI Fridays. I hate TGI Fridays. Also, I didn't go because I hate my coworkers. <laughs> I'm like, all right. What a great character. Yeah, I know. What a weird scene. What a weird scene. And she says, hmm, I smell something. Mm, it smells like you had fun tonight, Sarah Jessica Parker. She's like, oh, I did? He's like, yeah. He's a nice, I mean, you know, I'm just doing my work, but I had fun. He's kind of, he's a nice guy, you know? I He's not like most of the guys I meet who are awkward and weird. He actually has like normal social skills. He has a good job. He's uh, nice. He he's, just lives he's with attractive. His he just lives with his parents. Yeah. He's got a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know that yet. Well, she could you could tell. Can you? If he's wearing tight pants, you can. He could be a he could be a grower. You don't know. Oh yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah. You don't know. Do you think Matthew Mihane is a grower or a shore? Ah, he's probably a shore. He's in show business. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um so hey, she seems to like him. Uh, and she's like, I think I think he likes me too. We're gonna, I think I'm gonna try to seal the deal and try to get him to move out now. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh wow. Next scene, immediately, uh, Matthew McConaughey looks at the camera and says, "She's got to go, man. She's got to go." What? Yeah, I know. She's getting too close. Oh, no. all, all, he's hanging out surfing with his friends, even though they're all in like still water. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh. Yeah, uh, she's got to go. And they're like, why? She's great. Why would you get rid of her? She's like, she's getting too close. You know, I just don't like it when girls do that. She wants to meet my parents and stuff. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the dolphin attacks him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is what I've heard, because, too. Because uh, Bradley Cooper's just like, wow, look at that dolphin. Oh, man, he he's just one now. <laughs> and that's it. They, go, they don't even try to save him. Eventually, he comes back up, and that's it. That's dangerous. I know. 
He could get raped. Yeah. He could get horribly dr- mutilated or, by fucking dolphins. Or drowned, yeah. Or drowned, yeah. Or that maybe that dolphin has a bomb on it for the president. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze don't know that is a reference to that movie. The Day of the Dolphin. The Day of the Dolphin that we watched earlier. Check it out on the OhioPodcast.com. So um now he's like, hey, uh, I'm gonna hang out and meet the parents because this is the way he breaks up with them and he just makes them meet their parents. Right. That's a good way. So he's like, hey, let's go home. And he goes home and then um he, they meet their parents, and the parents are weirded out by this. They can't keep a straight face because they know they hired her. Right. So uh, it's awkward, and she's like, oh, yeah, these are my parents. I live with them. She's like, oh, cool. Um, That's okay. And then his mom's <laughs> like, do you want to stay for dinner? And she's like, sure. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and his dad's like, I'm going to go mow the lawn. Bye. <laughs> and then he's just like, I don't understand. And Matthew kind of walks out. And then Sarah just Parker and the mom. And the mom says, um, whatever you're doing, it's not working. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, this is how he breaks up with women. Is uh, he's You're losing him because he's bringing you here. And that's where he breaks up with women. Right. She's like, oh. I used okay. to think that. What? Like introducing my parents to my girlfriends would immediately like Really? Yeah. I, used I mean, to think it obviously that. depends on the stage. Totally, you know? totally, yeah. Totally. Like that's the part that was weird about the very beginning of this movie, is that like she seems very serious and it's like, what would you do for me and all this stuff? And then like he she meets the parents and it's like I feel like when you talk that serious, you should know a little bit more about the person. About a person, yeah, right? Right? Like And not just date them for like a week. Yeah. yeah and then totally. be like, oh, what well, the, the parents buy. It's like, well, you're talking very serious things. Like, I don't know. Things move a little fast. Yeah. But no, I don't I don't think I think yeah, again, depends on the stage and relationship. Totally. Oh. And it's your so, age. Yeah. If you're an over thirty year old man. It should happen in like a week. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you're not getting any younger. Yeah. So anyway, um, she's like, Oh, I'll I'll figure out a way. And then they just bang upstairs. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. With the parents in the house. Yeah, the parents are up there. And, and they're not supposed to bang. They're not supposed to bang. Well, that's, you know, her rules. So uh, <laughs> they bang. And there's a part where the parents are looking upstairs and the dad looks up and she's like, don't. The mom's like, don't stare. He's like, what? I paid for this. I can at least stare. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like, all right. That's weird. <laughs> so then uh, Zoe Deschanel's walking around in a sporting goods store and then she sees a gun. And she's like, I want to buy that gun. I'm going to buy that gun because you hear the sound of the bird chirping. Oh. She's going to buy it and shoot that bird. She's going to shoot up her, her work. So <laughs> this scene was all right. I kind of enjoyed the scene because um, she goes up to the uh, clerk who was played by that guy in that one movie podcast that talks about how this get made. How this get made? Is that what it's called? Yeah, how did this get made? Is it the guy with the gap tooth? Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think he's the guy. Um, God, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. Yeah. Anyway, um... So he's the gun person, and she's like, "Hey, can I buy this gun?" He, she's like, "Uh, this gun's a little big for you. It's a shot. It's a twelve gauge shotgun. You don't really need something this big." She's like, "Yeah, I do." He's like, "Okay." Um, she's like, "What do I where, where do I get the bullets for it?" And he's like, "Um, that those are shells because they're shotgun." She's like, "I don't care." She's like, "Here's a pack. They're like twenty four bucks." She's like, "Okay." Uh, Why well, can I just buy one? I just only need one. And then he's like, "Honey." Are you you okay? There's a number. Oh, you can call. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, this is all right. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's Paul Shear. It's Paul Shear. Yeah, That's Paul Shear. Does it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I just need to kill a a, a mockingbird. And he's like, a mo- a mockingbird. You can't just kill a mockingbird. Those are protected species. Really? I guess he would know. He's if you're against the horny. I guess so. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and in a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "What? That doesn't. I don't care." And he's like, "Also, there's a book called To Kill a Mockingbird." And she's like, "Give me that book. I want to read it." <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's a piece of fiction." Also, in my mind, I'm like, "What is that? Why is that? Mean Why she is... can't kill a mockingbird? Because there's a book that says to the kill book a mockingbird. That says to kill a mockingbird. It's not even about. It's not even about killing a mockingbird. Anyway, and he knows that. That's stupid. Uh, so that scene was almost great. And then she says, <laughs> "You know what? You can't. You cannot not sell me this gun because I know the Sixth Amendment. And he's like the right to a fair and speedy trial. Shut up." And then 
that's whatever. What an awful scene. Eh, that should, that was, should have ended a lot earlier. It should have ended a lot earlier. Yeah, but you know really, what? It really was cut it off any the... any part with Zoe Deschanel was better than whatever was happening between Matthew McConaughey. Wow, and really? Sarah Jessica Parker. Because at least it was weird <laughs> in like a way that wasn't like cringy. I would like to see this movie with just Zoe Deschanel's character. Yeah. Then, like every once in a while, that other thing happens. happens and she's just like, ah, my my weird. This is not as interesting as a weird bird. thing. Yeah. Although to be fair, if you were following her around and then you saw this thing going on where this. Uh, oh, my roommate, I just date guys. And then, yeah, you'd you know. probably be like, that's a far more interesting film. Yeah, I wish we could love to see about that. that. Yeah, that's true. You can't win, man. No. So, um, then he's talking. Okay. So then Matthew is talking to his friends. He's like, man, I tried to end it. I took it to the parents and it didn't matter, but we had great sex and it was fantastic. And the parents weren't home? He's like, no, they were. She just didn't care. Jeez. And I was like, whoa. And then uh, Sarah Jessica <laughs> Parker reveals to Zoe Deschanel that, hey, uh, I had sex with him and it's not working. It's, it's very scary now. And she's <laughs> like, scary. well, it's scary that like it, my plan isn't working and all right. that's happening. And she's like, wow, you broke your one rule. I'm so sad, mad at you. She's like, it's my rule. I can do what I want. I'm a professional. And she's like, all right, whatever. I don't Here's care. Here's a shotgun. Kill yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then finally near the end of my half, uh, we see Patton Oswalt. Yes. Uh, he's a nerdy guy. Yes. And uh, he's being talked to by Sarah Jessica Parker. Because it's her job. It's her job. And um, <laughs> he's, she's like, oh, you know, you're a great person. She's giving him all self-esteem talks. You know, you're like Luke in the original Star Wars. You, you know, you have great opinions. You like the original Star Wars trilogy before the prequels came out, and you like them all. And you know you're you like the the science fantasy the fact that's not actually I'm like man Patton Oswalt just gave her all this information I know right you. yeah that's what I, I can like, tell too you just say these things and you know it, it comes off believable because of that but it's still weird and then he's like okay uh, I have to go to the bathroom no you're missing out and then he leaves I'm not done he has to go to the bathroom but during this whole time no you've missed out on the worst part of this whole scene what? it's the part. Where he does the Yoda, he he does the Yoda impression. Oh yeah! But to the Imperial March theme. Yeah. It's like no, that's not Yoda's theme. What are you doing in this? Yoda doesn't have a theme, but only people recognize the Imperial March theme, <sighs> which is weird because yeah, she's like, you need to quote this and be strong. It was awful. Anyway, yeah. So he goes anyway, to the yeah. Ace. And then he keeps asking her to yeah. be like, don't move, don't, don't leave, move. don't leave, yeah, because he's very afraid. Yes. Because someone's parents obviously. But hired Ace him. has been in there the whole time watching. Yep. Yeah. And is like, what is this? And then it's your half. It's my half. So. Ace is like, here's the thing. I will tell on you. Okay. Unless you do something for me. Oh, blackmail, baby. What do you think his blackmail is? What do you think? Uh, he's going to have her. Oh, he's going to hook her up with his roommate. Yes. Her roommate. Yes. Wow. That's pretty easy to tell. Pretty awful. So, hard cut to the next part. I wrote down, what is this whimsical score? Um,. <laughs> <laughs> so Zoe Deschanel obviously doesn't want to date him. Of course not. She like slams the door in his face, and even though he's like okay, it seems like no, he just fucking blackmailed the lady in order to get a date. Uh, okay, fair. But before that, he seemed like um, <laughs> there was a scene where she mentioned like, oh, tall guy's kind of cute. Oh yeah, he doesn't do anything. Oh yeah, but yeah, the yeah. short guy, which was him, he's like actually like a computer programmer and actually like kind of smart. Yes, but. He obviously like most like some computer programmers. He's not great to women <laughs> by blackmailing them. Yes, exactly. Well, then uh, Sergio Camargo says he's endearing and quirky, and I'm like, no, he's not. He's a horrible person. Yeah. Um, so uh, Zoe Deschanel eventually ends up going on the date with him because Sergio Camargo has been like threatened at this point. Cool. So. I, I wrote down what is Sergio Camargo's job because at first I didn't know what the job was. Oh yeah. It's this. Didn't make any sense to me. So um, they go to Zoe Deschanel and um, uh, uh, Ace go to an, uh, uh, an aquarium. Okay. And Zoe says, "I just I'm been I'm sorry I've been so mean to you. I just can't sleep, and uh, because of this bird." And uh, Ace goes, "I have a BB gun." Oh. She like looks over at him, and I'm like, "Whoa." Don't ever say something like that on the first date. <laughs> like, what a weird thing to jump but to. But she was into it. I was not aware that she was going to be into it. Hard cut to um, the um, Matthew McConaughey and Sarah Jessica Parker at a baseball game with uh, Matthew McConaughey's uh, little nephew. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's his name? You know his name? Shit, I don't remember. Jeffrey. Yeah, okay. His name's Jeffrey. And at first, I just saw the three of them. And then all of a sudden, I realized, is that Bradley Cooper? Yeah, like what's Bradley Cooper doing there? And I'm like, oh, this is probably like before he made a big. He's probably just playing like a background character. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. I'll probably bring that up on the podcast. And then at some point, um, Matthew McConaughey and his nephew leave, and then Bradley Cooper turns over to 
uh, Jessica Prashkin goes, there's something I need to tell you. And I'm like, whoa, okay, so you are in this movie. You're a main character. And so he goes, look, I know about you, and I know your job. I know that you're just doing this to Matthew McConaughey because it's your job. Yeah. And she goes, how'd you know? And he goes, Ace told me. And I'm like, how did Ace get a chance to tell you? And I thought Ace wasn't going to tell anybody. How does... He can, tell, he can tell his bro, man. It's cool. I guess so. I don't know how he, when he got the chance to. So then Phone he goes... Call. Yeah, sure. So then he says, you... Do you think that Jeffrey is really his nephew? And Sergeant Parker goes, yeah, of course. And he goes, no. Jeffrey is his son from his past marriage. What? His wife died six years ago, and Jeffrey is his son. What? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the what? reason the reason he's living with his parents is because he's dealing with the death of his wife and currently living with his son. I don't know where his son lives, but it's his real son. <laughs> Ethan is so confused. Right they, now. they pull they pulled a uh, uh, a Spider Man homecoming. Prestige on you. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spider Man homecoming. We're like. Obviously, he's a nephew because they don't have the same skin color. Right. Uh, Jeffrey's black. I don't know if I mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey's a black um, kid. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, of course. It's like one of those big brothers, big sisters. That's things. why you said big brother, big yeah. sister. Yeah. No, it's his son. Huh. It's his actual son. All right. Uh, from his old. And the funniest part about the scene, I assumed everyone else knew this. So Bradley Lee Cooper is telling Sarah Jessica Parker this at a baseball game, screaming it in her face. <laughs> like, he, he had a wife six years ago. She died. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, he's a weirdo. So. He's a weirdo. So then Sarah Jessica Parker comes back and finds Zoe Deschanel and clear. Oh, wait. Before this happened, Zoe Deschanel and Ace are laying on Zoe Deschanel's bed with the BB gun, like pointing it out the window, waiting for the bird to arrive. And they start making conversation. And Ace says that his name is Ace. It isn't really Ace, but his name is Ace because. It's Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey. I'm actually his son. It's really his son. Uh, apparently, he had an undescended testicle until he was 10. Now, I don't know why his name is Ace because of that reason. It's just a weird thing to bring up. Ace in the hole that the testicle fell down? I don't know. But either way, Zoe Deschanel fucking loves this. And they just start making out passionately right after he says this. But then they hear the bird. And they pull the gun again. And they see the bird. And I'm like, holy shit. That bird is fucking fake as hell. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a CGI fake bird. Oh, man. CGI, not even like a cheap animatronic? No, it does not look like the bird at the end of Blue Velvet. Oh, dang it. No, not yet. So then they shoot it. And it dies. Uh They're like, oh, fuck. We need to save the bird. So they run out and they grab the bird. And they bring it in. And now it's a fake looking bird like right out of blue velvet okay. and they put it on the table and they start giving it cpr this little fake bird cpr and then the bird wakes up bites an ace on the nose flies out the window and then zoe de chanel and i start making out again and then they bang so then so now she's just got the same problem yeah but now she's got a boyfriend so she's way happier now she so sleep still but whatever just, well she doesn't no, yeah she's not sleeping for a different reason hey, yeah. <laughs> he'll get her singing like a bucket bird hey. so then, uh Sarah Jessica Parker returns home and finds Zoe Deschanel and there's whipped cream out because you know that's the weirdest thing you could do for sex is with whipped cream so she hides the whipped cream why is that what Wait, what you know, it's a thing where you like pour whipped cream on your body part. Yeah, I know, but like, off. what if they were just eating food? That's a good point. seems very disappointed. Not disappointed. Well, they hit whippets, bro. Oh yeah, they did whippets. <laughs> high. Yeah, that would explain how Bella Zoe Chanel is the entire film. That's, yeah, all right. Uh, so then she hides the whipped cream, the sex cream, and Sergeant <laughs> Parker is like, "This is an ethical problem. I wasn't expecting this." Uh, Matthew McConaughey has been through an actual tragedy, and I wasn't expecting this. This isn't part of the job. A lot of people been through practical tragedies. <laughs> I know. Is I this one way worse? It's pretty bad, but yeah, it's pretty awful. Uh, and this is when I realized that his parents hired Jessica Parker to date him so he could get out of the house. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I figured this out because Bradley Cooper tells uh 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 him. He's- Oh, well, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. Tells Matthew McConaughey. He's like, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. And he tells him. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So Matthew McConaughey makes a dinner for the family and Sarah Jessica Parker invites him all over. And he acts like he's going to propose to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, shit. And it gets very awkward. And then he asks if she wants to move in with him. They want to move in together. And Sarah Jessica Parker's like, oh, my gosh. Like, she's, like, overwhelmed by this. Like, she's won. She's, she's done the thing. Uh-huh. And then Matthew McConaughey's like, yeah. 
And 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 the parents are like, oh really? You're gonna you're gonna move in together? And Matthew Connery's like, yeah, we're gonna all move in together. We can just get rid of the bathroom upstairs, and then our room will be bigger, <laughs> and we'll all move into this house together. Because I don't see why I should move out. And everyone's like, no, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, we'll all be together, all four of us. It'll be a big happy family. And and everyone's like, no. And he goes, like well, it, it's really great, right? And I'm like, this is a great idea for the second half of the movie. Like they go through with all this. No, because then he says, well, you're already paying her to date me, so I don't see why this is that big of a problem. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Ball dropped. Yep. Ball dropped, just like Ace. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been better, though, if he just went with it. How great would that have been? Let it go. I would have loved that. Uh, So then uh, then there's it's raining outside because this is the low point of the rom-com. And then the the low point rom-com guitar strum happens where it's like, and it's like you know perfect yeah just like that love it so then Sarah Parker gives uh Matthew McConaughey's parents back their money because she's like I fell in love with them and then Matthew McConaughey goes rock climbing with his friends and hijinks occur where he gets bit by a lizard and sends a flood to the crowd and his friends are like you gotta get your shit together Matthew McConaughey and then Sarah Parker tells Zoe Deschanel that she's moving back to Colorado with her parents and then Matthew McConaughey's dad walks around the house naked. Matthew McConaughey comes to visit him because now that Matthew McConaughey's moved out, he has moved out and he's just living like in a in his boat, like in a boat. Oh, okay. He bought a boat. That's cool. Boat house. He has a boat. I don't know where he's honestly living. I think he's just living in his like work or something. But he goes back to his house and uh, he meets up with his dad. His dad's naked. And then the best scene in the whole movie happens. All right. Okay. Excited. I'm ready. Now, this honestly, this is what made the movie for me. This is where the movie launches. Yes. He goes down. That's right. He This movie's failed to launch until this very moment. He goes down, talks to his mom, Kathy Bates. And Kathy Bates is very emotional. And Matthew McConaughey's like, what, what's wrong, mom? And he goes, ever since you left, like, we, you know, we love you. And, you know, we, it's not like we wanted you around forever. But now that you're gone, it's like you and your, me and your dad, it's like we, it's like we have to got, start getting to know each other again. You know, like you, we, you were always there. You were like the buffer, but now that you're gone, it's just me and him and we have to get to know each other. And it's like, we're dating. And what if he doesn't like me? Oh no. And I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> like that is a real thing. Like that's a real thing. Parents probably have to deal with like when all their kids move out of the house. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just, and like, uh, Kathy Bates like says it in such like a real way and you can tell she's like on the edge of tears and I'm just like oh my god that is what this movie should have been about like this is a far more interesting like emotional yeah. like heart of this film here's the thing though is why I don't buy it is because the beginning of the movie she's just you know ignoring him his, her husband basically totally totally just to hang out with Matthew Conaghan and do things for him yeah 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 and it's like it's always been kind of like she hasn't put in the effort to ever really talk to him, and now it feels like she's forced to. Yeah, no, totally. Mm. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it really so hit for me, me, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It really got her. So the next scene, all the supporting characters come together, and they try to find a way to get uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey back together. So, what do you Why? think? Why? Because they love each other. I don't know. Okay. It's a fucking dumb movie. Ethan. Okay, That's I'm why. sorry. I just wanted, you know, I thought maybe you had some There's reason. no reason. Okay. The only reason is because the movie needs to end with these two together. So okay. how do you get these two back together? Well, you get the friends to do it. Right. How? You just make them kiss. How? How do you make them kiss? Put them in the same room and you say, kiss! So. Oh, no. Are you serious? No. So Zoe Deschanel takes her to Ace's house and locks her in the house. Oh, my God. Locks her in it. And then they put up a sign that says, look in the closet. And Sarah Jessica Parker goes over to the closet and opens it up. And in the closet is Matthew McConaughey all tied up to a chair with duct tape over his mouth. I just like how that was like the first <laughs> thing I thought of as a joke, and it actually is basically that's, what happened. That's what happens, yes. Yeah. Wow. So okay. the end of the movie is Matthew McConaughey tied up in a chair, and Zoe, and Zoe Deschanel, and uh, 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 Sarah Jessica Parker just talking it out. Uh, the whole This whole scene also, apparently they're surrounded with webcams because uh, Ace surrounds the whole house with webcams what the f- okay so yeah, right. they're yeah. watching it on their laptops everyone's watching it on their laptops and they're at a bar and then they hook the laptop up to like a big television at the bar so everyone at the bar can watch them wind up together just like a tv that's right and guess what they do wind up together and they kiss and they make up and it's dumb why do they end up together what they say they say anything cool no 
Okay. See, here's the stupid ass thing, right? This movie could have been so much better if it had been what we thought, which is Sarah Jessica Parker falling in love with Matthew McConaughey, and the only issue we have to overcome is the fact that Matthew McConaughey is still living with his parents. And it's the fact that, like, even the fact that Kathy Bates was like broken up, that like I don't want him to leave because then after to like face that's an interesting your thing. Father, like that's a very grounded, interesting thing. But here's the thing now. Is like that is an issue, but it's not like a fault. And especially now that we know like his fucking wife died, like he's got all these issues he has to deal with. It makes sense for him to feel a bit like, you know, back and under the Yeah, and just kind of like, I don't want to get committed again because it hurt me so much. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly. But now the thing we have to overcome is the fact that Sarah Jessica Parker was paid to be in a relationship with him, which is way more damning. Like, she's the one that has to do the legwork here and be like, I'm sorry that I was paid to basically date you. Yeah. That's an underhanded, nasty thing to do, you know? Yeah. So it's just right. So this whole scene, it's like, well, you're just a child. And he's like, you were fucking taking money from my parents and dating me. You lied to me. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a completely legitimate reason I to be think, angry at her. I think it's a much better reason to be angry but, at her than just being like, oh, you, you can't move out. Failure to launch. He launched once, obviously. Yeah, because he got married. Stupid. It's stupid. But anyway, they they make up. And then they uh, ride on a boat. It's called Ms. Paula. I think that's the name of his ex-wife. Where's ex his kid in all this? His kid Good should question. be like there all the time. Oh, he's with uh, his parents. They're they're watching on the laptop together. They're right. Like, no, but like throughout the whole movie, oh, his kid's know. almost never there. I don't know. I don't know where he lives. Good point. <laughs> what like, am I going to tell you? Like... Uh, good point. I, I guess don't know. he could go to his other grandparents' house sometimes, but Probably. Like, even then, like, what the we'd never met, We'd never meet them. Yeah. Maybe he's at school. Uh, so then they're on a boat, and they drink and they kiss, and then Matthew McConaughey gets hit by one of the sails, and he falls into the water. He's bit by a shark. And then a dolphin shows up. Oh, no. And it comes swimming up to him, and he's very nervous. But despite the dolphin's primal desire, it doesn't rape him. <laughs> <laughs> And it instead just kind of goes, hey. And then it swims away. <laughs> Wait, does it actually say hey? No. It, oh. No, it goes, hello. And then it swims away. No, oh. no. It just goes, like, it, you know, it just swims around. It looks happy. And then it swims away. Look, man, I wouldn't expect this movie to have dogs. I know, right? They just start talking. Uh, and so this all comes back into play because Bradley Cooper says the reason that you're getting attacked by these animals, these usually peaceful animals, is because you are out of whack with nature. And once you get back to nature, nature will accept you. That's the dumbest thing I so ever he's heard. Back to, he's back to nature, buddy. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. So then we like, cut. Uh, that's the dumbest thing I didn't I ever write this heard. movie, buddy. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. So then we cut to Zoe Deschanel and Ace, and there go bird watching. And we cut to Bradley Cooper, and he's in the Amazon, and he finds him. The fact that this movie preaches to you <laughs> that you're not in tune with nature because you've had a horrible tragedy happen to you, and the only way you can make yourself whole is to find another relationship and not be fine on your own and live life with your kid. Good point. Good, excellent point. Anyway. You're right. You're absolutely right. And then we cut to Matthew McConaughey's parents, and they're cuddling, and they're singing "Hit the Road, Jack," but they're they're adding "Trip" to it because Matthew McConaughey's name is Trip in the movie. Oh, terrible name. So it's not Jack. So it's like "Hit the Road, Trip" because their son isn't there anymore, and it's funny because of that reason. And that's the end of the movie. What the? <laughs> this movie's awful. This movie's, this movie's the worst one we've seen. Oh, easily. It is the worst. It is the tone is all over the place. The characters don't matter. And and I don't relate to them at all. And um, yeah, and it's, it's just and the most cookie cutter thing. Everything is bland. Yeah, There's nothing interesting about it. Things that happen are like, oh shit, we forgot this movie is boring as fuck. Let's I'm gonna add this forget weird this thing. movie. I'm gonna forget oh, yeah. this film. I already, I honestly, I already forgot I watched it. Yeah. When I sat down and I looked at the notes, I'm like, oh yeah, I did watch this movie. I forgot. Yeah, this movie's awful. It's, it's just fucking it's one terrible. Of the worst things. It's I. I it's bet- one of the worst types of movies because it's just boring. Like it is. It's. <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah. It's interesting to talk about, I think. I, I think, think we had a good discussion. But I think that I as hope far it as like yeah, I know. I, as far as like actually like any sort of value to watch, it was hard to get through because it was just so dull. I just like found myself tuning out because and I didn't like, like any of the characters. Maybe it was just because we were watching so many romantic comedies of Matthew McConaughey yeah. style in the row, but like they all just blend together as just one big like Wow, this is a big misunderstanding. We should really communicate and stop this one big lie that is apparently is the crux of our relationship. And the thing is, is like there's a good movie in here. Like you could have done what we were yeah. saying, where Matthew McConaughey just won't move out of the house. But you know, you have to overcome the for bad. some reason. We have to add this whole other weird. Well, level you have to, to overcome the bad writing, the bland characters, and the 
poor direction. But just doing that simplifies so much. Oh, it does. You it know? make it at least more watchable. Because then, like, we're on the side of Sarah Jessica Parker, where we're just like, I'm a normal person. I've fallen in love with this guy I thought was normal. And he lives with his parents, which is very weird. Yeah. You know, and then we get to know his, her her best friend roommate, Zoe Chanel, And we get to know his his friends who are making him stay with his parents. Like, you know, it's a far more interesting or at least simple film. But no, this way it's just overly complicated. It has a weird ass tone. He gets attacked by animals for no reason. It's yeah. fucking weird. And it has bad, like, it has a bad lesson in the end, which, yeah. you, as you said, which is like, sometimes you don't need to find another person. Sometimes yeah. you just need to get on your own two feet. Yeah. You know? Honestly, it would have been better if at the end he didn't wind up Sarah Jessica Parker. If he just wound he just up on his two feet own. again. Because yeah. you had a good point, too. There's no reason for them to wind up together. No. There's none. There's none. Because they clearly don't know each other that well. Yeah. yeah. But then it would have been a very good movie if they just left. It'd be kind of boring. It'd be kind of like a weird, like, why did we watch this? I guess so. Like, I also felt like the character isn't strong enough to develop on his own to be like, oh, in the end, you look at it and go, wow, that guy changed a lot. It's like, no, he's just the same person. Exactly. This movie's bad. This movie's straight terrible. <laughs> this movie's really bad. Uh, Is there anything you liked about it? You liked that one scene where she almost committed suicide? Well, it was implied she that she, about she, yeah, she Well, he joked. Well, no one joked, actually. They're very, they're very serious, <laughs> but the movie joked about, you know... The misunderstanding of yeah. suicide, yeah. And that's a funny miscommunication thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that um, it? Is that the that's the only part thing? that I liked. What was your favorite character? Um... Sweetation. No. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, she was fine. She's fine. But that she's not great. No. She's just the best. She, she winds up with a dummy. Oh yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah, I probably would have liked her less if I kept watching the movie. I liked I like Kathy Bates. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Kathy Bates pretty Overall, good. it was pretty terrible. If you guys want to watch a better one, uh watch anything else. Just watch any, anything else? Almost. Any any of the movies we talked about, including uh How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That movie's way better than this one. And it's still not very good. It isn't very good, but it's way better than But at those. least it's entertaining. If you want to listen to us talk about it, you can uh, go back to our previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says. Uh, even if it says, I don't know. What, 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 even what? it says, all right, 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 all right